Daily Dribble. Boys are back in town. Here we go. Saturday rolls around once again. The energy is high. Another massive episode rolling in this week. Joining me, Mr. Liam Hancock. What's going on, guys? Lee here on a freezing cold Tassie Arvo. It is oh, chilly down it's in cold. here in the, uh, the greatest state on earth, isn't it? It's not hot. It's, it's mighty <laughs> living. We're not even into winter yet, though, which is a little yeah. bit uh, worrying. Latter end of May, and we're bloody in Antarctica. Mate, we love it. We love it. Four seasons in one day down here. Mm. Also joining us, rugged up to the neck, Mr. Roy Hancock. <laughs> how are we? Mate, you look toasty. I am very toasty. I like how you've mixed up the intro today. I'm, I'm hoping the listeners enjoyed that as well. Well, I'm, I'm buzzing. It's a it's a big episode. The playoffs are finally here. It's the moment we've waited for all year. Yep. Um, and they've kicked off with, I just, it's been scintillating. That yeah. is the word I would use, scintillating, mm. um, from buzzer beaters to OT, from uh, just groundbreaking performances. From 50 sets. pieces. 50 piece 50 bombs pieces. dropped by Tatum just today. Yep. Um, it's all been happening. So a big episode in store. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into it, though, guys, a big shout out once again to both of our sponsors, Intersport and Card Culture. Mm. Really appreciate both of them being on board with us and everything that they do. Uh, guys, as I said, odds and ends. We've got a few to get through today. Uh, we'll recap each of the eight playoff series. It'll just be a bit of a general discussion giving our our thoughts and takes on it, breaking it all down. Yep. It's, uh, it's some of our, like, best and most exciting episodes, though, because there's so much tension around the playoffs, especially um, even this first week of playoffs. Yep. It's, it's it's fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I was just going to mention, and we'll get into it shortly, but coming into these playoffs, we all thought that they were going to be fairly unpredictable, no clear-cut um, favourites. and been unpredictable, um, it's to been, say the least. It's lived up to that, hasn't it? So a lot to get into, guys. A couple of quick other points, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, continue to stay up to date with all of our socials, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. As we said, we are uh, looking to engage more on the video side of things. That'll be happening in the next couple, couple of months. Couple yeah. of months once you're yeah. in your new uh, palace there, right? I would have thought so, um, yep. So a lot to look out for there. Um, as well, guys, before we get into the actual odds and ends... Uh, just a quick shout-out and kind of, I guess, prayers up almost for Victoria. Mm. Um, here in Australia, we've been quite lucky with the coronavirus, but it, it is still running rampant. Um, in Victoria, they've gone back into lockdown. The cases have just um, really leapt again from kind mm. of nothing. We kind of thought we were on top of it, and it was almost mm. back of the mind. But uh, they've since gone back into lockdown, and we hope it's a... Uh, they can get on top of it pretty quickly there. Yeah, it all started from one bloke as well, didn't it? And There's always one, isn't yeah. there? They're doing something wrong. But let me just say, I'm not dying anytime soon because I've just had my jab today. You just got the jab. You're feeling good? Yeah, it didn't even hurt. She was like, all right, off you go. I was like, are you going to jab me up? I didn't it's even know. Oh, muscles, just it? a warrior over here. Yeah. <laughs> Feel like a brick shit house. <laughs> no, good stuff there, guys. We'll get into a couple of quick odds and ends. Now, we might start with a couple of awards that have been handed out. Ooh, uh, yep. First things first. This was it was a given. We knew this pretty well a, a couple of weeks into the mm. season. Jordan Clarkson has mm. officially been named sixth man of the year. Well, uh, yep. He received sixty five first place votes. Uh, Joe Ingles with second with thirty four, and Derek Rose then had the other lone vote. So it's uh, out of a hundred. Out of a hundred first place votes there, but no surprises there, fellas. Wouldn't have thought uh, so. No, we all said we we hoped Derek Rose would have a you know Good a run at it, but but. No, it I was like, a clear-cut favourite. I like the way they presented this. They had oh, um, both incredible. Clarkson and Ingles on the video chat. Um, they asked the question then to Clarkson, like a bit of trivia, how many jazz players have won sixth man of the year? Mm. Uh, Clarkson said zero, and Ingles followed up by, no, that's incorrect, there's one. Uh, it's now you. So yeah, pretty awesome there. And, again, he is, he's a lead, isn't he? Off the bench, what an absolute spark plug he is. He is. So, he's perfect for that role, isn't he? He is. And his development in the last year or two really come along in leaps and bounds. Yeah. Uh, you kind of, like, as a Lakers fan, you almost forget he was with us. Yeah, Just the strides yep. he's made in his game in Utah. Phenomenal stuff there. So a big congrats to him. Give the second award that's been announced. Another one. The main man, Julius Randle, yeah. has clinched uh, most improved player. Again, this was one mm. that was pretty set in stone. Um, becomes the second player in NBA history to average... 20 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, and shoot 40% from three. Can you name me the other player, Roy or Lee? Oh, no, I couldn't. Who, who was it? 20 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, 40% from three, Lee. 20, 10, and 5. Yep, and 40% from three. Um, Only one other player in NBA history. Oh, and I don't know. I thought you were going to say this this year. I don't know. No, who was it? Is it a bird? Is it a plane? It's, it's Larry Bird. Oh, okay. It's well, Larry so Bird. It was so a bird. 
It was a bird indeed. Uh, really, what a season for him. Really quickly, while we're on the notes of um, these awards, do we remember our awards that we, our award predictions at the start of the year? I have mine right here. Oh, do you? Oh, I can't remember mine. For most improved, I had um, Shay, Shay Gildish Alexander. Yep. Mm. And for my um, sixth man, I had, I had uh, Carmela Anthony. Yeah, right, not well, bad. You've, you've uh, to be honest, I can't quite find my notes with that <laughs> one. Uh, the actual neither. What did we have? Um, yeah, just, no, I've you I've, just got I've, to get on top of it. I've like not I, got them on me, sorry, but I will endeavour to find them at some stage. Oh, oh no, I don't even know if I'm going to mention oh, mine. God, I can't God. remember what what date was that, Charlie. Uh, so this was year. this was before the season started. Six man, I had Spencer Dinwiddie. <laughs> yeah, that one went out the window. Quickly. Don't think he played a game this year. Um, most improved player, I'd say Gilgis Alexander as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did improve, obviously, with increased responsibility, but Julius Randle just turned into an out-and-out superstar, really. So, um, well-deserved. Did you see how um, he was awarded yeah, the I most did. improved as well? Very yeah, cute. with his son there. His son come out. What's his name again? Is it... God, you're, you're asking no, me like Tatum's son. you're asking yeah, us like well, I don't no. know his son's name unfortunately. I, I can't remember. No, he, he's I, a little star, isn't he? I don't yeah. know, and quite frankly, I don't really care what George <laughs> Randall's son's name Come is. On, Come man. on, Come on. When you're talking about it for more than ten seconds, like we are now, it's not worth the moment's passed. Yeah. Um, little note here from Woj. The oh, are you going to take all the odds and ends again? No, sorry, you guys. Oh, sorry, I'm just excited. Happens every time. You guys, sorry, man. <laughs> sorry. Now energy's high, as I said. Now, I'm a bit indecisive of how I feel about this because it's an unfair call when I think about it. Um, I love LeBron. You love LeBron. Roe loves LeBron. Everyone loves LeBron. But he broke the health and safety protocols and attended a tequila event with Drake. Fun time. I'd probably, you know, attend it too if I got the chance. But he's just... Jordan as well? Yeah, he was there. But LeBron's just gotten off scot-free, didn't get any suspension, anything of the kind. Whereas if someone like... James Harden, for yep. example, or, or someone like that did this, they, you'd think they'd be suspended or at least fined. Yeah, a shout-out actually mm. to my man Gilly DeSouza, who we had on the show a while ago now. Um, him and I were talking during the week, and he made the point that no player should be bigger than the league. Mm. Um, I agree. To an extent. <laughs> to an extent, but then as a Lakers fan, I'm also quite happy yeah. with how it played out. But, yep. yeah, there's certainly they need to set an example and this yeah. probably would have been the best way to do it yeah. um, mm. to really just, you know, no one's safe. You know, if you fall out of line, then you suffer the repercussions. Yep, for and, sure. And LeBron, like, he knows better. I don't know yep. what he was thinking. It's it's not fair on all the other players in the league. I, I tell you what, though, this first week of playoffs has been great, but there's been some really bad, poor behaviour from some of these fans in the crowds this week. Yes. Um, first off, that... Fan who spat on Trey Young is just absolutely ridiculous and um, ro- been banned and rightly so from from Madison Square Garden. Um, and the fan, other fan who poured popcorn on Russell Westbrook. He, he, why why would you, you do that? Should have let him at him. Should have made malice he, at the Westbrook, palace. Westbrook was about to he throw hands. For he sure. didn't only pour popcorn on him. Russell Westbrook was going to the locker rooms with an injury scare, and he's just tipped some popcorn on him. I have some more because I wanted to. Um, you know, talk about this too. We had mm-hmm. um, the Nuggets fan that was just talking nonstop trash to Melo. Does, did he miss the part where um, Carmelo went to to the, the to the Nuggets, built the franchise, took him to the playoffs every single year he was there, and one that didn't get um, so much publicity? Um, jazz fans uh, said a couple of sexually explicit words to Ja Morant's mother in the crowd, you know, those <laughs> over in disgusting. Utah City and the disgustingly racist comment to his father. They, they don't want to go back to Salt Lake, neither no. would I. I know I, um, was it last year, the year before? No, it was the year before because of COVID. Went to an AFL game in Melbourne, mm. uh, went to support my, my Colton, my mm. Blues, my Blue Boys, um, and had a couple of drinks. So I got pretty pretty animated, like yep. pretty into it, but yep. there's... You kind of know within yourself there's a yeah, line. There like there's, sure. With any kind of sledging or get, getting involved in support, there's a point where it becomes kind of, you know, it crosses a line of just personal attack, doesn't mm. it? It's just disrespect. Disrespect. So, like you can get caught up in the spirit of the game and the intensity yeah, of the game and every, every fan yeah. does that. But the worst but, was the spitting on Trey Young. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah, it, and it I'm is. not saying I hate... New York fans because of it because you can't um, categorise the a whole fan base on one disgusting yeah. vile human. Well, I think they've been great. You may they have been. A lot, a lot of people may have seen the post we put up during the week about the Knicks fans them chanting in 
outside Madison Square Garden, we want Brooklyn um, oh. after their win against the Hawks in Game Two, which we'll touch on a bit later. But that was that had me in stitches. I was mm. like, this team has not been in the playoffs for like eight years. Mm. They've won their first game in yeah nearly a decade, and they're chanting, "We want arguably the best team in the league." You love it. You love to see it. They're such a special breed, though, aren't they? New York. They are fans. built different. They are really built different. You'd you'd love to live in the city when their basketball team's performing well. Yep. And um, it's been a rough last, what, what, six or seven years since they've eight. been in the playoffs? Maybe eight. I'll, and I'll now they're back in, back in um, showing some really good performances in the playoffs. Tell me if I'm soft by saying this, but I, You're soft. I'm not a fan of the FU chance towards players like FU Trey. I heard, yeah, that's, again, that's a bit from, from Boston, yep. I heard um, FU Kyrie, like there's obviously that hatred there, yeah. but like and it's just yeah. not on. The really. thing is, as well, like Lee was mentioning the Boston fans, Boston fans, and it was well publicized throughout the week. So I think Kyrie made a comment about returning to Boston yep. and that he didn't want to hear any racist or derogatory comments. But um, as it was publicized throughout the week, Boston fans, and obviously I'm not included in this, but there's a there's sort of like a view that Boston fans overall are quite disrespectful and rude and mm-hmm. um, racist even towards um, opposing players who come into that building and sometimes even their own players, which is just absolutely not on. So yeah. uh, we don't like to see that at all. No, we'll move on from there, fellas. Um, per Woj, the league is keen to restart the conversation once again about a mid-season tournament. Yeah, yeah. Now... How, how do you guys feel about this? Now, for me, I, th- I like the idea uh, just to kind of keep things fresh and exciting in that middle of the year kind of down mm. period. But there has to be some form incentive, of incentive. Yeah. And I've, saw, I've seen a couple of things that they've proposed just off the cuff, mm. um, potentially, you know, money, things like that. Yeah. Uh, the first pick in the second round mm. or Ooh. potentially a guaranteed playoff spot. Mm. Now, how do you guys oh, feel about the idea of a mid-season tournament? Really quick, that last one is a horrible idea. Guaranteed like, playoff yeah, spot. I don't oh, like yeah, that. I don't know about that. I, I don't mind the idea of the first pick in the second round or something or increased draft lottery odds, but it's a, it's a funny one because we don't want the good teams to just get better to a certain extent, do we? Yeah. No. I'll tell you what, I'm not a big fan of it, and mainly because it distracts you from the actual league that you're that you're watching and they've all got I like it how right now they've all got one destination in the regular season that's yeah. to get the high seed in the in the playoffs. It, it's funny though like as a like I come from a soccer background and I know um Adam Silver is a big mm. soccer fan and takes a lot of his inspiration from their setup. Mm. And in Europe you've got like say a team in England you might be playing in five competitions you've got your league you've got your yeah. Champions League your FA Cup your English mm. Cup whatever else and yet it, it adds to it all, so I'm, I'm interested to see how it would go. And it partly works because, like, with the UEFA Champions League, you're playing teams from all around Europe that mm. aren't in your league, whereas with this, you're playing teams that are in your league. Like, you're, you're already playing against all Absolutely. of these teams. Mm. So I, I like the idea in principle. Um, I'd be certainly interested to see how it plays out. Mm. Uh, I think they'd certainly have to find a way to incentivise it for the players and to make it worth watching. Brilliant, lads. Uh I'll move ahead. I'll recap a couple of quick uh, NBL nodes here. It's been another big week in the league. We're on the last couple of games now. I think Mm. most teams have two or three games till the playoffs. In an absolutely massive blow for the reigning champions, the Perth Wildcats, MVP, absolute star player Bryce Cotton will sit out the remainder of the regular season and more than likely the playoffs as well. Mm. Uh, He suffered a hematoma in his left quad since undergone surgery, but... Yeah, it's it's going to be touch and go. He'll be reevaluated before their first playoff game. Mm. But what a significant blow this is! Oh, for any people who are living outside of Australia and aren't aware of the NBL, having Bryce Cotton out is having your key championship. Um, I guess your hopes are um, on him. On him, he is just next level. The kind of standard he sets is phenomenal. And now I watched a game Thursday night um, between them and the Sydney Kings. Perth got out over the line 81-67 in a game that the Kings really sh- well, had to win. Mm. Um, it was almost a must-win game, but they kind of flowed quite efficiently without Cotton. But when they come up against these top teams like Melbourne United, the Phoenix, it'll be interesting to see how they go because the kind of loss of him can't be um, overstated enough. Who's stepping up in his absence, though? Uh, it's going to have to be John Mooney. Um, okay. He has been a real revelation this year. He doesn't take many threes, but... Everyone he takes, he hits. He's shooting mm. about, I think, 
57 percent good clip a good clip um as well luke tavers young bloke there he's only 19 um he's gonna have a bigger role to play but they they do it more on committee now Mm. um whereas everything used to run through cotton it's now going to be more dispersed okay Um, so certainly interesting to see how that plays out can i ask a quick question sure um you watch i i uh, i don't know why i just don't watch too much nbl i I will get into it probably with the jack jumps Mm. coming yeah exactly um we obviously watch NBA games in the day, and mm. obviously you, you would watch the NBL games at night. What's the difference between like the at- atmosphere, even watching it at night? Is it such a like I was talking to my mate Ricky about it the other day, Slick Rick? He gets into it, does he? No, we we're just talking about. Geez, I wish we could watch these NBA NBA games at night. At night. Mm. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. I love you know just being able to settle in after work or whatever the case may be and watch yep. some of these yeah. games. You can really just digest it all because you really for these NBA games if you want to watch. A full day of games, you need to dedicate your whole day to it. You yeah. can't really go um, out. All three of us mm. are up at work, so it's often, you know, catching up. Yeah. Um, condensed know, watch, games. Condensed games or watching the games after work. And it's not the same once you already no. know the results. No. Um, so, I, you know, I've been loving it. And it doesn't take long. It's like any sport. Once you dedicate a couple of weeks to it, you get to know the players, know the names, know what's happening. Um, so, you know, I'm certainly electric for when the Jack Jumpers come in and we can really support our own mm. franchise. Are, are um, you loving. And the quality as well. Um, yeah, I was just I, I, about to say, are you yeah. loving the product that's developed in the NBO as much as I am? Because you look back probably about 10, 15 years ago, it's probably dying to an extent. And yep. now it's... Really with seen a, a resurgence. It really has with a few big acquisitions yep. playing in the NBO, even for one season. It's it's really relevant at the moment, that league. To be honest, I'm slightly biased being here from Australia, but I, I truly believe it's one of the top tier leagues in oh, the world, is. you know, behind the NBA, you've probably got the Euro League, mm. uh, the Chinese Basketball Association, some quality players within yep. that. But the NBL is right up there. Um, and it, what, as I, as we said last week, the quality it's producing now, um, you know, Diddy Lazada. We've had multiple players, Oliver, um, the yep. other week for Houston, suited up. Yep, Lamelo. Lamelo, we're really seeing some top tier talent come through mm. it now. I'd say like the Euro League and the. Um, obviously the NBL, I think they are pretty equal second behind the NBA, yep. in my opinion. Mm. I wouldn't even chuck China in there. Sorry, China. Honest, good, good players in that. Oh, they so gave, they gave Yami and Jeremy Lin. Who else? Uh, uh, I, 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 to be honest, <laughs> when it was on, it's, uh, the season's off now, but I was watching quite a bit of that. Yep. And they play at such a frenetic play, pace. They do, yeah. Um, it's crazy just seeing them jack up they're three fast. after three, and they're so crafty. Oh, like, yeah, you, they you've are. You've got some blokes who are seven foot plus and then who are six foot and under, and they've got... You know, just a bit of everything. So it's quite a good league to watch. It's fun to watch, yep. Um, I'll press on with my NBL notes here. The Jack Jumpers as well have appointed Mark Bradford as assistant coach. Mm. He'll uh, fill the front office alongside mm. Scotty Lee. I saw this. I don't know who the hell he is. but uh, He comes from a great pedigree. He's been working within um, the NBL for a long time now mm. uh, as an assistant coach as well as working with Basketball Tasmania. Okay. Um, so now that we've got that kind of side of it sorted, expect to see some players signing soon. Be nice. Uh, so big things happening there. Again, touch on again, we're only, you know, what are we, five months away from the mm. season tipping off. Uh, so, you know, it's all coming to life very quickly. Uh, I'll just make a note here, one last piece, a name I've mentioned two consecutive weeks in a row. D.D. I'm gonna I'm gonna just drum it in. I'm Here gonna drum go. it in. Dyson Daniels. Yeah, D D double D's. He was named the 2020 Junior Male Athlete of the Year in the Basketball Victoria Award Ceremony. Okay. Um. So I just want to keep mentioning him, keep reiterating this name. Uh, Josh Giddy. Two point Um. So certainly one to watch out for. There. Certainly looking forward to seeing him make an announcement soon regarding uh, his next season, mm. whether it's a trip in the NBL, potentially a college route, or yeah, whatever else. Fate holds for him, but uh, yeah, certainly a name. I'm just going to keep reiterating. That's okay. going to like Giddy. It's going to become yeah. second nature soon enough. So that'll be what Dicey Daniels watch. Dicey Daniels, Daniels watch. Giddy watch. Giddy watch sounds. It's still got a good ring. Why wait? Before oh, we I leave know. it, I've got some Giddy watch. In fact, you do. This oh, is a, this is the first time. Have any of you guys? I don't know if you have. Um, there's a 22-minute YouTube video on ESPN of um, some American NBA guy interviewing Gideon, talking about some of his plays and his mm. transition over yep. to the NBA. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that particular video. Great I've seen watch. a couple of other interviews and things with him. Great. He's a well-spoken young man, isn't he? he? Is. Oh, he is, yeah. No, he's... great watch. I watch it yeah, on ESPN too. When I saw that, I was like, geez, this must have some high regard to it, you well, know we're, what I mean? We're getting closer. We're less than two months till the draft, mm. so it won't be too long until we know his fate. 
Um, certainly, again, the anticipation's building to see what happens with him. He kept, he kept um, the guy that was interviewing and kept comparing him to um, Jingles. Yeah, right. Jingles. Okay. I haven't heard that that's, comparison with him before. But. I, I, I don't, yeah, that's a, mm. a different one. I think he's like he's more of a playmaker, ball handler, as opposed to Jingles, who I mean, in, that's does a bit, the, but more a spot-up yeah. shooter. That, that's in the NBL. Yep. What if he goes to a team in the NBA and they ask him to be a spot-up shooter and not, he, he might not be the one driving the offense? He, he can shoot the ball, but I don't think he's that competent yet. Um, I think that I like wouldn't be... the ball in his hands. I was about to say, I don't think that would be using his strengths... Um, more he's more of a, a facilitator, isn't he, and more of an all-rounder. Kind of like the comparison I made with Dyson Daniels the other way, kind of like a, a Ben Simmons who can handle the ball because he, he's a big bloke. He's 6'9", I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, he so, does, to be honest, remind me of Lamelo, and I know they both yep. came from the NBL, but he does, to be honest. Very reminiscent, and people have said he's performed better in the NBL than Lamelo did. How's that? Take Look that what you, for what you will. Look out. <laughs> I mean, but, be... but Lamelo came to the NBA and performed better than he did in the NBL. Yeah. So. Who knows what Giddy will do? You don't know. Rookie <laughs> no. of the Year, here we go. There's my pick. Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. Put oh, the wow. house on it. Wow. Yeah. Right. It's going to be a wicked class, though. I love how he's still snaked in some Giddy watch despite leaving the NBL. <laughs> it's always Giddy News. Always Giddy News. <laughs> Lads, we've still got a lot to get through today. That'll conclude odds and ends. Now, with our playoff chat here, we can take it any way we want. Just just three lads here, just sitting down oh, on Saturday Arvo, talking ball. Take it any way you want. We'll discuss each series. We can go yeah. as in-depth or as little as you want. We're yep. not going to be jumping all over the show. We'll do each series. We're not going to yep. be jumping yep. no, from it. one to the next. Yep. Like... We're not animals. Yeah. We're not. We're not savages, are we? <laughs> no. We're in control here. Um, we're so often many of our episodes have been out of control. <laughs> Let's start with the Miami and... Milwaukee series, mm. lads. Currently, as it stands, the Bucks have just obliterated the Heat. They lead three zero. Wow! <laughs> After game one, it went to OT. Mm. Uh, Bucks winning one hundred nine to one hundred seven. You really, you really thought this series was going to go deep, and mm. I, I predicted the Heat to win. Um, mm. I think I was just trying to hold on to the glory of last year, but the Bucks have just been phenomenal. Smashed them. The acquisition we've mentioned of Holiday cannot be. Like, he has been incredible, we not talk- only on an offensive, but also yeah. the defensive end. Mm. Playmaking really? end, yep. even. Um, I, I've been chirping on about it. He's the difference maker from this year's um, this year's Bucks to last year's. Let mm. me just ask you this. Guess his plus minus over the last three games. Guess it. Well, they've belted them, haven't they, in most of the games? Yeah, here we go. Um, I'll go plus. Uh, they've belted them the last two. I'll say plus 47. Right. I'd say... Uh, are you saying on average? No, over all of them. Overall, probably plus, yeah, probably plus 40 or thereabouts. Let me just tell you, this guy is plus 88. What? 88? Yeah. Oh, oh Imagine no. that in three games. This That's acquisition. That's point average. He, I, I truly think he's one of the most wow. overlooked players in the NBA. He's, and I'd also say he's one of the most well-rounded players in the NBA too. But he, how well does he fit with this team? He does. And oh. I think the, the, the signing of PJ Tucker has mm-hmm. been overlooked yep. a little bit as well. That veteran presence, he can shoot, he can lock down on D. Mm. But this team, you know what I love? And I'm going to, you know... I think his head's certainly been on the chopping block for most of the year. Uh, but Bud, Coach Bud there, yeah. in that first game, I went to OT, but Holiday, Middleton and Giannis all played 42 minutes plus. And now, they need to. We've mentioned the last year or two, last year in particular, mm. he played the roster deep. Yeah. Um, in the playoffs, you've got to really shorten those rotations, especially with the quality they have. And he's done that. He's done that, and it's paid off dividends so far. They just look like a more mature Bucks lineup, don't they? We're mentioning obviously Drew Holiday, and he's probably the difference. But even Giannis yep. looks like he's not prepared to accept mediocrity at the moment. Like Certainly. they have incredible regular seasons. He doesn't want to be renowned as one of these players who continues to fail and not reach expectations in the playoffs. And even though he started off slow the other day, geez, like he's still providing you know heaps for this lineup, and they. Honestly, can't control him. Let me just say, it's a good thing they got rid of Eric Bledsoe. (laughs) Oh, the Bledsoe. Shout out Apex, man. The bricky boy. (laughs) Yes, he's been in trouble, old Bledsoe, but certainly what they've acquired has done the job more so. Um, I guess transitioning to the heat, what have you made of them so far? Butler's struggled, hasn't he? Tyler Hero... He has Tyler Hero went from Tyrone back to Tyler. <laughs> he he was a killer last year, wasn't he? He's yeah. stone cold yeah. killer, but yeah. he looks out of his depth this year. 
They just they just can't click. Now, do we think Oladipo would have made a difference? They they look quite. I don't know. They look quite thin in terms of reliance on their key players. Like, um, it looks like on any given game, there's only maybe two players who perform for them. Whereas you look on the other side of things, and the Bucks have obviously Giannis, Middleton, and Holiday, but they have other players to back them up. Um, so far in this series. I'd have to have a look at it, but I reckon Bam might have been the only. Oh, um, even so, he struggled, and, and he might may have struggled in some of some of the games nah. as well, which he has. And, it, and you know what's horrible though? Both games two and three, after the kind of expectation that was set in game one, mm. these games two and three have been over effectively in the first, if not the second quarter. Yeah. There's just been no fight nah. um, because they've been blowouts. So we won't spend too long on this series, but game four tips off tomorrow in Miami. It's a sweep. Is it? It's a sweep. Get yeah. get the brooms out. You reckon? Yeah. Yes. Can they claw yeah. one back? Don't think so. I think no. it's a sweep. I, I mean, like, their up. most reliable player right now is Goran Dragic. In the first game, he had 25, second 18, and the third he had 8. But, yeah. like, that's probably the best they've got you right know, now. Like, for as good as Dragic is, you know you're in trouble if he's yeah. leading you against yeah. Yeah. Uh, Off the, the Bucks bench. and Giannis. Yeah. Fellas, we'll move on. We'll switch over to the Celtics and Nets. Mm. Bro, your Beantown boys picked up a massive, massive win just as before we tipped yep. off on this episode. Mm. Um, Tatum... A 50-point masterclass. 50-piece. They were down 19-4 to four inside the first couple of minutes mm. of the first quarter. Went in at quarter time leading yep. um, and really kind of weathered the storm, uh, jumped out to a 10-point lead. The Nets came back. It was back and forth. Really put the foot down in the fourth. Mm. And it was just, it was huge. It really? Was huge for morale, huge for confidence, and huge to keep the series somewhat alive. Even though this wasn't the game that would have eliminated them, it really was a do-or-die game, wasn't it? Without a doubt. Because you're down 3-0 against the Nets with three future Hall of Famers on that team and you were simply not coming back. Um, look, I, I, I love my Boston boys, but they're still not winning this series and that's just the that's just the harsh truth of it all. Yeah. Um, but it was good that we put up a fight today and we got over the top of them. And whether um, you win or lose, isn't it? You want to see, you want to see some fight. You do, yeah. It looked like, or was it game game two? Oh, game one, they were in it till half time, mm. and then kind of dropped the ball. Again, they could have won. Went down by eleven, I believe it was. Yeah. Game two was a blowout. Um, Tatum only had nine in that game. Yeah. Tatum had nine, and it was over real early in that one. Joey Harris yeah. was dangerous. Twenty-five oh, points, seven to ten from seven three. To ten from three, Christ Almighty! But. Like and the yeah. big three didn't have to get out of first gear, did they? No, no, they didn't. I'll go though. I'll tell you who I'm am impressed with in this series, and I know the Boston Celtics are losing the series currently. But Marcus Smart, mm. he's really coming into his own offensively. We know he was already a defensive threat. Yep. Even a day, I think he took about three charges in that final quarter. Five of eight from three today yeah. as well. Yeah, he's knocking out three. He's a guy who steps up when he needs to, though. Like we've seen throughout the past few seasons, we've had some really key injuries and. Uh, most notably of late, obviously Jalen Brown, but he's a guy who, when he needs to step into that starting lineup, he'll provide everything and more for you. And you today he did, for. didn't he? Yep. Because if he, if he hadn't, they would have lost. Because Kemba had six points, mm. three of fourteen from the field, zero of seven from three. Yep. Uh, he really had to fill that void. Yeah. Now he had a couple of silly turnovers, a um, couple of silly plays, but he, he he had a four point play. Kyrie fouled him, made the three, and that was kind of a, a pivotal point in the game. So. You know, if he can continue producing at that kind of level, mm. um, Tatum, 50 I points, mean, in that- six rebounds, seven assists, 16 of 30 from the field and 5 of 11 from 3. It's, what a game. It's not even just stats, like great game from Tatum, but in that fourth quarter when they were, you know that the Brooklyn Nets can come back from, say, a 10-point deficit with four minutes left because they've got those star players. But Jason, Jason mm. Tatum was literally unstoppable. He looked so yep. reminiscent, I'll say, of KD in this game, I'd say. Just, it, just knocked down everything he put up. Well, mm-hmm. it's crazy in this game. KD, the game game three that just finished mm. before we came on air. KD had 39 points. Harden had 41.7 rebounds, 10 assists, and they still lost. Yeah. Kyrie chipped mm. in with 16 as well, but they lost this game when two of their star players had a combined 80 points. Yeah. 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 Wow, this was huge. I think I think um, it's not just going to come down to those three in future yeah, games. Well we, well, we saw Joe Harris and Blake Griffin in this one got into foul trouble a little bit, which kind of derailed some of their momentum. It did. And it, they had a combined 12 between Joe Harris and Blake Griffin. They need to provide more. I'd say particularly Joe Harris because he can be such a difference maker from beyond the arc. Do you like Blake starting? 
Um, at the centre position, he seems kind of. Oh, this is ridiculous because he's a massive man, but he can, seems kind of small, doesn't he? At the when, you, when you pair him up with Tristan Thompson, uh, yeah, a little bit, a little yeah. bit. They need to work on. I, I think the Nets will close out um, the series uh, in the next what two games? Two games, yeah. Because the the thing they were doing um, this game, which they should be able to fix, is when they'd switch, they'd have say Bruce Brown or Joe Harris mm. switch onto. Jason Tatum, he'd yep. just drive, either get a foul or get an end one. Yep. Like, he was literally unstoppable. Well, there you go. I guess we won't... We've mm. got still quite a few series to go, but do you think currently 2-1, Celtics mm. at home for game four? Yep. What do you reckon? Is it This is over in five, you reckon, Lee? Brooklyn to take the next two? Celtics at home next game. Yep, for, for game four. It helps them, um, but I think it will be over in two, and if not, it's going to be over in three. Yeah. Wait, what? If if not two. Oh, though. okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, I think I agree. I think this is over in five. Mm. Um, I think this was a bit of a moral victory and really took Tatum going nuclear. Marcus Smart, I don't think, is a 22, 23 point per game scorer. Um, a bit of an anomaly today, but I think Brooklyn, they kind of, once they jumped to that 19 to four mm. lead, took the foot off the pedal over in five, I reckon, but great win today. Agree. Next one. Okay, big series. We'll move ahead to the Wizards 76ers. Now, this is a series we're not going to spend too long on, just because... Do you know my notes for this series? Do it. It says, haven't been watching this series, because <laughs> I haven't been. <laughs> yeah, well... Just haven't been. Game one was somewhat close, 125-118. Um, Tobias Harris had 37 yeah. in that game. And Career Simmons, high. 15 assists, 15 rebounds. Um, game two was a blowout. We've got game three tomorrow, um, but this one... You know, this this one feels over. Like, there's just too much of a golfing class. And the big difference is the size. Mm. We mentioned, I think, last week as in our analysis of this one, Tobias Harris is too big, Joel Embiid's too big, Ben Simmons is too big. When you're matching up with Bill, Westbrook, um, Hachimura, Len, mm. they're just outclassed. The big three have showed up so far in their opening few games, yeah. haven't they, though? Like, they've Without all been... having to exert themselves too much. Exactly right. And yeah. don't you love, really quick, how um, Tobias Harris is a part of that big three now? You know, before this is season... Is he on a regular basis? Huh? What is, do you is, say? Is he consistent yeah. enough, do you reckon? He's definitely in that big three, I'm yeah. I think right he's now. made leaps and bounds this, this season. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about, because for much of his career, he's been an inconsistent player. But this year, I think he's, he's, he's like matured. Someone like Danny Green, hit and yeah. miss. Very yeah. hit and miss. Yeah. They're looking good. The other thing that have hurt the Wizards over the first few games is that Russell Westbrook is shooting only 30% from the field, mm. which, is a, which is a massive um, detriment to the Wizards' side, particularly when... Bradley Bill and Russell Westbrook, at the end of the day, you're really relying on those two to secure your win. And shooting absolute Bert bricks. Bertans has been awful. Um, shooting, like, shooting like Eric Bledsoe. Oh, here we go. The Eric Bledsoe slander is on today. Um, yeah, I, I think this one's over. This is going to be a bring out the brooms a sweep. Um, sweep. Next if, one. If the Wizards somehow clinch a game, it'll be somewhat, I think, like mm. the Celtics victory. Just it'll take Bill going nuclear. Um Maybe 76ers take their foot off the gas, but it won't mean much in the grand scheme of things. It shows you that you can have as much momentum as you want, and the Wizards have had heaps leading up to the playoffs. They were probably yeah. one of the informed teams in the in the whole league. But when you're coming up against a one seed, it's always going to be a really tough ask. And if your gun players aren't performing well every single game, you're probably going to lose. I, I have seen rumours during the week just on the Wizards before we move on. Um, they could look to acquire DeMar DeRozan and form a big three with Bradley That's Beal, Westbrook. Weird. The Wizards. Yeah. Now, I feel I like know. anyone going to the Wizards is signing a death wish, to be honest. Oh, he's it's... slander against his Look ex. at you, Guy. Look at you, Guy. You just hate because the Hornets have been knocked out? No, it's just like I uh, I just hate to see DeMar there because he's a good player and he's towards the – he's not he's not young anymore. Yep. Go to somewhere where you can win. A contender. Yeah. Do, you, do you think he could make them somewhat of a contender? No. No, no we've seen how well they've performed yeah, in the back half of the season. But it takes the other players. It takes the Birdie Beatles. It takes, you know, <laughs> the Rui Hachimoras and the Ish Smiths um, yeah. to perform, and they're not. Gotcha. Fair yeah. enough. We'll move on. Rightio. The Hawks and Knicks. What a game one we had. The Hawks won 107 to 105. What a slog of a game. Mm. Ten seconds to go. Tie game. Trey Young drives past a couple of Knicks defenders and hits the floater for the win. 32.7 rebounds, 10 assists. And didn't he love it after the game? That was, like the juicy guy from the crowd. He was just giving them hell. Yeah. You love to see it. He's really become, he's almost embracing this villain role. Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah. Um, and 
But is I, he I, only I, a villain to New York? Fans? Yeah, definitely. No, I think he's no. becoming a villain for the league now. Oh, you reckon? Well, no I, one I really. So. No one really like. I love him. He's one of my favorite players. But everyone hates him. But it's it's like in wrestling, isn't it? Your heels, you need your stars. You, you do. need you know good versus evil. So I think mm. it's good having a couple of these personalities within the league, and I think it's great. I think he should embrace it. 100% and just yeah. run with it while he's got the momentum. What was he saying? This is what we do. And he kept like shushing the crowds and this is what we do. I tagged yes. in that video of his dad yeah. screaming out. That was amazing. Um, brilliant there. The Knicks were able to claw back game two, 101 to 92. Uh, the Hawks have really missed a chance to go two up. They were leading by 15 just before half time mm. uh, before they reasserted themselves today in game three and took out the dub. So they lead 2-1. Uh, with Game 4 in Atlanta. I think they'd be happy with the position they're in because after those first few games in New York with the crowd electric as they were, um, could have been easily excused for New York um, to take those first few games. But I think even just to get that singular game in New York with the crowd absolutely fuming at you, I think they'd be quite happy with it, to be honest. Love seeing today we had Derek Rose start. Yeah. How good was that to see? I, I mean, that that's one thing I was going to touch on. That win that they got in that second game, he put up 25. He looked reminiscent. 26, 4, and 26, 4. was it? And even this game, he put up 36 and 5. Massive. Oh. You love um, to see it. It's been a hell of a journey for him. To, so to see him back in the, I guess, the bright lights and bowling out is yeah. phenomenal. Uh, I really think, though, the, well, it's a, it is pivotal game for the Knicks have to clinch it to tie it back up to all. Should it go to 3-1, I think it's done and done and gone. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like this this series is probably the most important um, and vital that you, whoever's playing at their home court, will probably win. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's the thing that the Knicks dropped one of those games. Yeah. Hawks took the split. Can I just say, I'm very, very disappointed with how Julius Randle's been playing. Let me just say, he, he put up in this, this recent game today 14 points. He shot... 13% from the field with 12 15. That, yeah, you just can't do that. That's not good enough. They really, and they're such a team that they, or both these teams, particularly the Knicks, like today we started out um, quite a hot shooting first quarter, uh, a lot of free throws in it, but they can just go so cold so quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it really derails all their momentum. The Hawks just blew them out. You know, pretty quickly. Um, so it's a shame to see that, but hopefully they can claw it back for game four. I am. Uh, I'll just put this out here right now, but I'm going for uh, the Hawks to win the. I don't think they'll win it, but they're who I'm rooting for. To be honest, following on from our post on our Instagram the other day, check it out the Daily Dribble 23. Um, I hope the Knicks get up. I want to see more nah. of the Knicks fans just nah. roaming and just terrorizing at Madison Square Garden. It's nah. wicked to see basketball back at the Mecca there. It's electric. Electric, no doubt. Let's move ahead to the West, lads. Now, this game is also just wrapped up prior to us going on air, uh, the Clippers take mm. take Game 3 in Dallas to claw the series back 2-1 uh, in favour of the Mavs. Now, I, I might touch on this a little bit later in the show, but the Mavs, two games on the road mm. against Clippers. One game one, 113 to 103. The back of Luka with a massive triple-double, 31 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists. Four of the five starters in this one had 14 or more points. Mm. Game two, they beat the uh, the Clippers one twenty seven to one twenty one. Now, who would have predicted this? Not many, not, not many. Us. I wouldn't have thought. Well, you didn't. And no. we were speaking about. Um, I think it was us. We were speaking about um, Paul Zingas being that second piece that needs to stand up. Step but up. So far, it's been Tim Hardaway Jr. who's been. He can re- ball. He, oh God, he can. Yeah, he's he's such a valuable asset for that team. He can. He can, he's sort of a bit of a streaky scorer, in all honesty. But when he he's on, he's quite unstoppable, and he's been very handy for them in in his wins. I'm not sure, really sure what he had today, to be honest. But um, he did put up a couple couple a good numbers. Mm. But it's uh, been it, a fascinating series, though, hasn't it? Well, seen, I don't uh, know if you've noticed, but they've taken Josh Richardson off and put him on the bench role and like put that. and put on Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a wicked move. It's so a great I. move from Rick Carlisle. Game two, we saw Luca versus Kawhi, really. Luca, 39 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists, 16 to 29 from the field. Some of his threes, he was toying with them. Mm. They were deep. Um, was it Pat Bev in his face? Mm. Just knocking it over. Some ridiculous shots. Kawhi had 41, 6 and 4 in this one. Mm. Um, but today, game three, I really thought 
Mavs are, Mavs are on here. They were up yeah. by 19 points in the first quarter. Yeah. And you kind of thought, here we go, three zip, let's do it. Game over. Game over. Uh, brought on Rondo. He made a couple of changes and they, they forced their way back into yeah. the game and really kind of took ascendancy and didn't let go. Mm. Uh, the Mavs were able to keep it close before a final push from the Clippers. But yeah, I don't know who, you know, we've got game four in Dallas. Who's your money on, lads? I'd say Mavs. Well, I backed I backed the Mavs before this series started, and when they were up two 0 I was thinking, "Geez, I'm, I'm onto something here." Curtains. But um, I still think the Mavs. That yep. that that ga- this game three was um quite important because, as you're mentioning, going three 0 up, it's very hard to come back from from that quite obviously, and um they've they've blown that a bit, but I think they've still got enough in them Good to. Enough. To um take this series, I'll I'll just say something real quick on terms of in the terms of Rondo. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on him because I'm not sure if you heard, but he was apparently heard screaming at um calling to, out the team. Yeah, to the to Ty Lu and to mm. Paul George in the locker rooms. I assume, and so does Stephen A. Smith assume, and he's got the inside words that he's not getting the minutes he deserves. But then he's got so much pressure. If that's the case, to come on and make an impact, I'd love to be a fly on the wall to hear what he said because I think they, the way they kind of conducted themselves in the first yeah. two games, mm. I think it's great that he Hat- tried to fire yeah. him up. They needed something to be said and to just be have have the hard truth put on them. I mean, yeah. would you put um, Rondo over? And I'm I'm not saying starting, but give Rondo more minutes than someone like a Reggie Jackson, who's getting more minutes than Rondo right now. I would. I would at the minute. Yeah. The way the series is going, Stephen even said, and I I agree with him. Um, in in the regular season, Rondo's a good player. He's a good player. In the playoffs, he turns into an all star. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a different would, level yeah. with that veteran experience. That's what they need. Um, someone to just kind of. Collect everyone's thoughts, get things aligned, and just make the smart plays. It's just the IQ, isn't it? Yep, as you're mentioning. 100%. Let yep. me just say, I um, I also agree with. I was watching some Stephen A. So I've got some things he said, but he was saying that, um, and I'm I'm sure you guys saw it, but uh, Paul George and I think it was Tyler was saying they they have no concern about being down two zero, even though yeah. they won this won this recent one. Yep. That is a lie to the whole of America and the whole of the entire world. Because anyone who's down 2-0 should have some level of concern. After losing two at home, but... I would have thought so. I guess they're back in that quality. Lads, we'll still, we've still got three series to go. We'll move ahead to the Blazers' Nuggets. Uh, as it stands at the moment, the Nuggets lead 2-1 mm. off the back of winning the last two games. Blazers took out game one, 123-109. Um, massive second half outscoring Denver there, 65-48. to uh, Game two, the Nuggets were... Pretty well in cruise control, winning 128 to 109. Followed by game three yesterday, the Nuggets 120 to the Blazers 115. Now, I was on my lunch break for this one. Now, this <laughs> sure was, you were, Nick. No, I, I was, 100%. I uh, commit myself to into yes, sport and so working I know hard. That. I know that, just joking. Now, the Nuggets kind of were in control for most of the game halfway through the first quarter. Mm. Blazers mm. were able to pull it back and had it at a tie game with six minutes 55 to go. This fourth quarter, lads, I was watching this. Now, this was just, it was, it was almost bizarre It's a word I would use. Mm. Okay. Austin Rivers went absolutely berserk. Mm. He went ham, didn't he? He went nuts. In he, this recent game. He had, uh, what was it? He five. ended with 16 points in yeah. the fourth quarter, finished with 21, five of 10 from yeah. three, made some massive threes and really clinched them the game when it looked mm. like all the momentum at home was with the Blazers. Mm. The most unlikely source, you could say. I mean, yeah. this was my main. This has been my main takeaway from this series. My biggest concern, and I'm sure it's the same with you guys, was Jamal Murray being out for the you know the whole of the playoffs. Yeah. And I was like, geez, their their guards aren't going to do much. Not only Austin well, that Rivers, back but caught with Rivers and Campazzo. It looked like a worry, didn't it? Yeah, Dude. but they've been you know, provingly bowling out. Well, this game, I couldn't believe it. Watching Rivers just knock down three <laughs> after three, I was like, okay. One tie game, here we go, it's Dame time. Yeah. CJ, yeah. Carmelo balled out, hit some big threes, three to the head, no worries. Um, <laughs> and like but Nick- Rivers, Rivers was just, he was like Lights a man out. possessed. Yeah. And the Knicks just gave him up for practically nothing. I'm sure they'd love a bit of Austin Rivers, five from ten from the three right now. Oh, I can't remember what was that game. I, I mentioned it when it happened. I can't remember mm. who it was against, and he came off the bench, and he was like, Eight of eight from three or something. He lit it up. He yeah. lit it up. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the way that he's like Rose said a couple of weeks ago, just matured and grown into his own has yeah. 
has pro- mm. proven dividend, and I think that's the right word. Is dividend the right word? Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> it's, it's paying dividends. Yep, yep. absolutely. We'll, we'll run with what that. What does that mean? Because so it's paying off. Like they're oh, okay. getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. We'll Use it in that. the right context. Yeah, well done. You've done well. Big vocabulary. Big man things. Um, but yeah, how was that for a surprise? Game mm. four now in Portland as well. Blazers hold serve. How do we feel about this one? This series is going to go deep. And we're seeing a bit of beef between Dame and Jokic now, a bit of a uh, social media spat, a bit of Mm. back and forth. What have they said? I haven't Uh, seen. Just to do with uh, calling each other out. I don't have the exact terms on me at the moment. Between Yoke, did you say? Yeah. Yoke isn't a fiery character, though, is he? He's he's not. No. uh, He's passionate about this series, though, isn't he? Who's got it? Who's got it here? From here. Yeah, I've I've gone with Denver. Denver from here, up 2-1 late. Mm, I'd have to at this stage go with Denver, but like, I I think it's like almost fifty fifty. I want to say Blazers. Okay, I want to say Blazers, but again, that game four is huge. If they lose two in the row, uh, two at home, then it's over. Mm. Denver will go home, wrap it up at home, and that'll that'll be series done. But do you think the Blazers because they've got more players, they've got the players who they can rely on more on a consistent it. basis? Yeah, mm. I, I trust them more for as good as Rivers was. Yeah. Don't know how much faith I have in the backcourt of Rivers and Compazzo to deliver once again. Yeah. Um, for as good as they have been, I just think, you know, Dame, CJ, Powell, Covington, and Nurkic, that is a strong five. You bring yeah. Carmelo off the bench. Yeah. Anthony Simons. Yep. So Anthony. looking forward, though, it's a hell of a series there, lads. Uh, let's move ahead. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that series for last. We'll move ahead to the Grizz and the Jazz. <laughs> oh, he's leaving his Lakers. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm going to save that one till last. Now, who, who, who's. who's well, let me get it out. Who saw this coming? Not me. The not Grizz, this first game. Winning game one, one twelve to one oh nine. Lee mm. beating the one seeded Jazz but, after coming off the back of beating the Warriors. Yeah, I hate what, to be that guy who was like, "Oh yeah, I actually thought they would win." But when, ah, oh, don't you dare no, say that. You, not the series. Not the series. I know, but you said you said if the if the Grizzlies oh, go through, it'll be a sweep. You both said that. Wait, if no, the, no, 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 no. If no. the Grizzlies go through, it'll be a sweep. Yeah, yes, I did say yeah, that. I, I, did I, I, I did say. That. Don't you? I, don't no, you I did say that. No, look, I agree <laughs> with Lee. I did say that. I thought that Utah would be a sweep, but. What I'm trying to get at is that when Donovan Mitchell was ruled out of game one, I was thinking Grizzlies might have a chance yeah, here because Donovan, the Donovan Mitchell-less yep. um, Utah Jazz, completely different team. Well, they weren't to begin with. They were up by 14 points in the second quarter, and this looked destined for a blowout. Uh, the Grizz fought back and took a lead by 17 in the last quarter. Jazz fought back, and they had a chance to tie it with a couple of seconds to go. Bogdanovich blew the three. What a game, though. What mm. a start. Dylan Brooks had 31 mm. points in this one. Jar, 26 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists. Uh, Bogdanovich, 29 points, and Conley, 22 and 11 assists. But they did miss Mitchell. They, they did, but yeah, what obviously. A, what a comeback he made in game yeah, two. Yeah. He really came out he did. and set the tone. Now, another game. Another game I watched on my lunch break here. <laughs> the, ja- the Jazz <laughs> came out, and they were lighting them up. Yeah. They were up by, I think they took a 22-point lead in the second, leading mm. by 20 at half time. I jumped on lunch just in the third quarter. Mm. Oh, yep. They outscored the Jazz 43-29 to 29 in this quarter. They Jeez. got it within two points and had the chance to tie. Mm. Um, went down by a couple, and then again in the fourth, the Jazz really put the foot down. Yeah. But yep. I tell you what, even in a loss, the fight they showed – was phenomenal, phenomenal, should yeah, I say. Good one. And Ja Morant. He's different. 47 points, four rebounds, four assi- seven assists. Won't speak too much about it because he could feature later in the show. Um, but let me, let me, really elite stuff. Let me just say, this isn't something that's just popped up for the Grizzlies. They haven't just been playing well since the that Golden State game. For the last month or even a bit more leading towards that playing game, they've, they've been absolutely bowling out yep. and looking like a completely different franchise. They're playing with house money, aren't they? Because yeah. they're yep. not expected to win. They've got nothing to lose. They came through in the plane. House money, as mm. I said, they've got nothing to lose. So one all, one all. game three tips off tomorrow. We go to Memphis. What do you reckon? Do you reckon the Jazz can, uh, or should I say the Grizzlies, can uh, stir the pot a little bit here? Sure they can, and I think they will. I think they're going to take that game. Take game three. Yeah. Take game three. Bold. Take a 2-1 lead yeah. back at home again for game four with a 2-1 lead. Oh, we yeah. like bold calls, don't we? 
Wow. Um, I'll make a pretty plain call. <laughs> I yeah. think the Utah Jazz will take that one out. I think Donovan, having Donovan Mitchell out in that first game, as I was saying, even though they've still got very handy players on that team, I think... Time to flex some muscle. They, they run their offense through Donovan Mitchell, yep. and um, yeah, I think he'll be the difference. Brilliant. I agree. I think the Jazz will really kind of flex their muscle, as I just alluded to. Mm. Um Big biceps. Big biceps, big triceps, yep. you know, get them working in tandem there. <laughs> um, but, yeah, for, like that was a hell of a fight from them to yeah, come back into yep. it, so I think they take some confidence. Um, maybe they clinch one at home, but I mm. think the Jazz either take it in five or six. Uh, I'd love to see the Grizz get up. Just, Cinderella story. Just shows so much heart just quickly. He, you can easily see him in, the, in future years being an MVP candidate, can't you? He provides so much for that team. Like you look at the other and he's players. He's only going to get better, isn't he? Oh yeah, absolutely. Only going to get better. Still super young. We'll save that for a little bit later on the Jabber yeah. Antle. Lads, we'll move ahead to our last series, uh, the Lakers versus Suns. Now, game one, the Suns took out ninety-nine to ninety. Another low-scoring, real mm. grit and grind game. Uh, the Suns, halfway through the first quarter, they never trailed. After this, now mm. we had CP three struggle with some injuries, uh, some knocks and bumps. Uh, Devin Booker in his first playoff game had 34 points, 7 rebounds, 8 assists, and really kind of set the tone for that team. Did. Um, game 2, the Lakers bounced back 109 to 102. This was a game the Lakers held majority of the game in control for. LeBron, massive, 23 points, 9 assists, mm. hit some big threes down the stretch. AD with 34, 10 rebounds and 7 assists, really had a coming out game yep. after struggling for a bit. I'd say more than struggling in that first game. DeAndre Ayton absolutely Ate him. bodied him. Yeah. But the guy who made the difference for me in this game, again, I, I tell you what, I must have a lot of lunch breaks because I'm catching <laughs> quite a bit of game here. Um, Dennis Schroeder. Yes. He was shows. super impressive and really kept the, like, the scoreboard ticking over, um, especially when the Suns in the third were trying to make a push. He was always there to get them a bucket. Mm. 24 points. He shot 8 of 16 from the field. But they were crucial buckets in crucial moments, mm. and, and they were tough finishes. So... Again, in this one, CP3 battled with injury, um, spent a lot of the third quarter on the bench. Mm, Booker 31, yep. 8 and 22 and 10. So we go to game three. Game three, the Lakers take this one out 109 to 95. As a little dimple a little, a little spots up comes on his across spot. the face. <laughs> it was a win at home that they needed. AD 34 and 11. LeBron 21, 6 and 9. Mm. Huge performance. Didn't really look too phased, especially after halftime. Planted mm. the foot and never... Really looked troubled. No. Um, so the seventh seed Lakers currently lead the two seeded Suns two one game three at home. Lads, how do we feel about this series at home at Lakers in LA? In LA, yes. game game four. I really do hope the Suns get up to be honest, but I think the Lakers will take it out. Yeah. Look, I think the cream really does rise to the top in these big games, doesn't it? How many times have we seen LeBron lose a game one yeah. and then come back and just sweep from there? Absolutely. Too many times like to it, count. It's poetry in motion. Like we, There's always that feel-out game um, yep. and just they look switched on Caruso bowling. Yeah. Um, I just I think they've got too much quality. For as good as Mikhail Bridges has been campaigned, God damn, he, yeah. sh- he shoots some threes. Like they're yeah. going out of fashion. He's very underrated, Mikhail Bridges. V- very underrated. Mm. Jay Crowder, though. Shooting bricks. Mm. He is bricks, though. Anyone see that? Re- uh, <laughs> yeah. See that? Um, I only saw the replay, but did anyone see LeBron backing down um, Jay Crowder and just turning him inside out with oh, the smirk on his face, oh. smiling as he was doing it? <laughs> he wanted it. Cheeky. Um, I'm by no means ruling the Suns out because I think they've finished second for a reason. They've had a great regular season, great players. If they can all stay healthy, um, in saying that, I I think it's going to take a monumental ass to try and overtake the Lakers in this series. I think Especially with CP looking CP looks a bit under the weather, doesn't he? He does. Um, so I think the Lakers might get on top. As I was saying, the cream rises to the top in the big yep. games, and I think that's what we'll see. Lee, likewise, do you agree with that? What? Like, do you, do you, <laughs> what do you mean with that? No, well, I already said mine. I, like, I said I hope the Suns win, but Lakers will. But do you, do you think, like, a lot hinges on... Chris Paul, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, if he's healthy, they've got a fighting chance. To, a, to an extent, but, um, like, he's obviously a massive impact on the court, but off the court, you could say he's equally as much of, a, of an impact. Do you reckon um, CP's the difference? Uh, without him. I don't, I don't without think it's the difference, would... but, I th- yeah, without him, I think they struggle. Yeah. Because the t- they play a lot slower. Since Chris Paul's come into the team this mm. season, their tempo is a lot slower. Yeah. So he really dictates the pace, and even evident by the scores, 
and just the way the game's been played, it has been slowed down quite drastically. Who's their most valuable player, though? Is it CP or is it Book? Because <sighs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, they provide they're very different games and they yep. provide different things. But who who provides more value to that team? I'll say Chris Paul. Okay, just because of that point. We just made the fact that he controls the game. Yep. He sets the pace. He pulls the strings. He's he's like an orchestra conductor, really. He is. And he's waving the ones. to his drum, yeah, aren't yep. they? So. Okay, I'll say this. I say Chris Paul's more valuable, but if you had to take one out of the team, yep. I wouldn't want to take Book out. No, they so need the scoring, don't they? They yeah. need that scoring. Yeah. Yep. Tell you what, I, I'm looking forward to it. Game four is massive. The Lakers win. It's over. Curtains, but... I tell you what, if the Suns can clinch one in Staples, goes game back on. to Phoenix, game five could be could be tasty. So, <laughs> lads, I tell you what, it's it's hard. Like, I'm looking forward to kind of round two when there's not quite as many series. Yeah. We can spend a little more time on each series. Mm. But we've given our, our hot takes on each of the eight series. Um, there's been a lot to digest, a lot to take in over the last week. Yep. Uh, certainly loving it. Some phenomenal games we've seen. Um, be sure to let us know what you've thought of each of the series, which has been your favourite. Um, your favourite performance so far, anything else you want to get off your chest, hit us up. Uh, we'd love to have a chat and answer all of your burning questions. For sure. Uh, let's move ahead, though. Here on the week, we've still got that to go. Let's do it. Brilliant. We're back here on the week returns once again. Um, Lee, we've t- I think we've touched on all of ours, essentially. Yeah. So we'll rip through them here today. Lee, you kick us off with your hero of the week. We teased it a little bit already. We teased it. We gave it away oh. completely, didn't we? <laughs> but mine is Jar Moran. I truly, and I, oh, I truly think, to me, he's been the best player in the playoffs so far. The best pl- Across two games, the best player, you reckon? Yep. Really? Uh, yep. The most <laughs> well, valuable? Ah, uh, probably the most valuable. Yeah, best. I, I don't know. He's, I just, lo- I've just loved watching him. He led the Grizzlies to that. Uh, he does lead them to that game. No, I hadn't finished. He led the Grizzlies <laughs> to the game one lead um, with twenty six four and four. Um, but he really, really stood out in that second game, despite a loss with um, forty seven four and seven. And I know, by the way, as Stephen A. Smith would say. Most points in the playoffs by a player 21 or younger. Yeah, massive. You and oh, by the, way, by the way, <laughs> you need to say it in that New Thought York I'd accent. Get it in there. Um, and oh, by the way. Wow. Yeah, wow. by the way, he has, been, he has been phenomenal. He has. He certainly has. That is like, blasphemous. As uh, oh, enough of this. Cut out. The, we've had enough of Stephen A today. My goodness. <laughs> Stephen I A love out. Stephen A. Oh. I agree with everything he says. What? Okay. You probably do you're, you know. Let me, brainwashed. let me just say, I don't know how Perk has a job on ESPN. <laughs> I don't know how half of these blokes no. have a job. No, but no. Perk just makes the most absurd calls ever. It's like Skip Bayless. Like, yeah, Skip. I know, don't I get know, me started. Uh, on Skip. Yeah. It's it's crazy. It's I reckon, crazy. I reckon a funny funny part to our Lee's pretty good at his impersonations. Yeah. How yeah, about we, we give him a Stephen okay. A impersonation? I know it down pat. Okay, go. Oh, he's, we've, we've, what? Here we go. What? That 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 that. That is blasphemous. That is blasphemous. Scotty Pippen shouldn't even be allowed on the streets of Chicago today. Just Von Decker is a great champion. Just for today, he should be banned from the city of Chicago. How dare you? How dare okay, he's you get, say he's such get, a thing? That away. is insane. Michael Jordan. He's getting carried away. He's that getting is carried full away. character embracing wow. at its finest. Check out our TikTok for the full video. <laughs> Leave it on there. Lee, it just, Lee doing the full skit there. Um, Roy heard me in my room for about three hours. I did. He was rehearsing it. Oh, and it look great. at him. He still got it to oh, a team. That, 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 that is blasphemous. Now, this is why we do the afternoon podcast, isn't it? The energy. <laughs> oh, and, just it's the powerful. <laughs> you just couldn't read about it like, <laughs> imagine do, imagine saying Luke, Lee do that in the morning a morning unheard of I could, unheard I could, of different I could, character I could say I could like um, reiterate that whole whole thing I don't doubt that I would have kept going if that. you didn't stop no me. I know no, unfortunately we... we're on a time crunch but we we're creeping up to an hour time, would love to hear it um, I'll okay. go to my hero of the week I want to keep going I know I know you <laughs> do you see you the the no but no one talked about no one talked about Jar Moran well you kind of spoke yeah you kind of took over yeah. Yeah. On to our My hero of the week is Dallas. Now, they went down today in a game that they led early, uh, 19 points, as we said. Now, 
Yeah. Who would have predicted? Like the Clippers, this team that for the last couple of years was kind of one of the proposed favourites. Um, mm. They kind of went all in on the Paul George, uh, Kawhi Leonard experiment. At home, Dallas Mavericks, Mavericks take two games. Now, this was mm. after the back of their matchup last year in which the Clippers got over the line. To go two up on the road is crazy, and to do it against one of the teams that's arguably the favourites with two two top-tier talents. Like, yeah. as much as Paul George gets bashed, he's an elite player. Potential Hall of Famers. Uh, absolutely, without mm. a doubt. So if they go on to win this series, like, it, it is massive. It is massive to see. Now, I don't want to give it away, give it away but your Hero of the Week ties in, row. It does. But seeing <laughs> the development of Luke, the way Tim Hardaway is playing, Porzingis doing his bit, Jalen Brunson, they are really a team that should be feared. Mm. And I, I truly, truly hope that they get over the line against the Clippers. Um, you know, this, this was awesome. Phenomenal seeing them go two up, on he, the road, unheard of. Here's a really difficult question for the both of you. So far in this series, has it said more about the Dallas Mavericks or has it said more about the Los Angeles Clippers? More about the Clippers. I yeah. think I if they lose this, and I think regardless if they win or lose this series, I think... Uh, you know, this this is over. This it'd, is, it'd be blatantly embarrassing. Kawhi, Kawhi's out because Paul George signed that massive extension. Kawhi's gone. We've he, seen rumours already. He's free the agent this yep. season, isn't he? Potentially yep. the Warriors, potentially wherever else. If they lose this series, if they don't make the finals, I reckon, mm. I think it is over. And what a waste. Poor Stevie Ballmer. <laughs> all the hype that guy showed at their yep. press conference when they got the two, yeah. it has mm. all been for nothing. The hype, especially last year as well. Mm. The way they went in, so cocksure, um, and it just fell apart, knocked out by Denver this year, potentially knocked out by the Mavs in the first round. Uh, what a disappointing time it is to be a Clippers fan. I was discussing this with another mate of mine throughout the week. If the Clippers do lose, and you were mentioning you think Kawhi Leonard's on the way out, what do you think, Lee? Do you reckon Kawhi Leonard stays in LA, he's home, or do you reckon he... Thing with Kawhi Leonard, I know um, from my sources. Your sources, here we go. But I know he loves the franchise, and he obviously loves the city because he was he grew loves up. Loves the there. franchise. He does. What he, franchise, a pack of pretenders. I mean, I'm just telling you what I <laughs> living heard. under the shadow of the mighty <laughs> he, purple and gold. He likes the coaching staff and the front office. <laughs> the coaching staff. I don't know. I'm just telling you what I've heard. Yeah. No. But, sorry. Yes. But I think um, it wouldn't it wouldn't be surprising if he stayed. But but I can also see him leaving too. Okay, mm. does it cha- if they if they lose this series first round, does he go? Or you uh, still believe he'll stay even if they I, lose in the first I, round? I don't know what he would do, but I, I'd hope he'd leave. I'd hope he'd get out of there. I'm in the same boat. I'd hope he'd leave, but I think at the end of the day, I think he'll stay. I think he'll stay. His home is LA and he loves it there. Just quickly before you give yours, right? Yep. To be honest, looking at this list today as I went through the team for the Clippers... Their depth that you've spoken about, Lee, I really think they're quite overrated. For as good as Kawhi and Paul George are, like Canard's out, like they 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 don't have as much top tier talent as I thought. Like they've got Morris, Zubac, Beverly, Reggie Jackson. Serge is out. Serge. But then yeah. they're not quite as good a team as I thought they were. And Rondo. that's not me kind of, you know, slandering them. I, I honestly thought their roster was better. It is uh, good, but they just haven't been showing up either. But it's Unlike not as good the- as I thought. Like I thought they were better it, in terms of their depth than the players that. But they you're had. wrong because it is a good it is good depth. They just haven't been playing. Like for example, the Lakers. On the other hand, they have um, quite similar depth, which is really good. But they no, we're not we're not going to do this. Again. <laughs> no, we're not going to do this. I'm just saying, again. but they've been playing well. Like the Alice yeah. Caruso's. I don't know about yeah. Coos, but yeah. I know AC's been playing well. Yeah, hundred percent. We'll move ahead Ooh. to your hero of the week, then, bro. Bring us home, mate. Yeah, mine ties in with you, Luka Doncic. It's crazy to think that a. 22-year-old bloke is leading his team to, uh, what is it now, 2-1 series two victory one against, yep. as I was saying, two potential Hall of Famers. It's um, it's quite incredible, really. Over the Well, in the first two games, he had 31 and 39. And in today's game, I think he, he had a massive game today as well. I think he had loss. a great performance um, as well. He I, In the end, he had 44, 9 and 9. Cool. I know they had the loss, but geez, what more else could you do if you if you <laughs> look at Dodgers? seasons, I don't have the number on me, but his playoff stats, I think they're up around, after this game, probably 35, yeah. 8 and 9 or something stupid. He's had an incredible clip across his playoff history so far. What a player. What were we doing at 22 years ago? I'm age? 22 now. Not a hell of a lot. Sitting here wishing it was me, <laughs> who was six foot, whatever he is, eight yeah. or nine from Slovenia. No worries. I know it's been mentioned a lot, but <laughs> I, th- 
I thought I'd mention as well. He's one of the most deceiving players in the league, isn't he? He's he comes across as very slow and a little bit chunky. A little bit chunky. We've said yep. it before when we've been watching him live. He looks a bit wider around the hips or something <laughs> like that. But he he manages to get around people at ease, and his IQ's through the roof as it's, well. It's and, just these Euro players like yep. Yokes is even more deceiving. He <laughs> looks like a big fat slob, and he's not. <laughs> He's a, oh. He's a wet seal. He's a wet seal. He was just called the probably MVP of the league a wet seal. He is because he can just clip can just he can just flop the ball behind yeah. his head and it goes in the basket. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Luka Doncic in these first, especially the first two, wet seal. Stop it. <laughs> the first two games, he was just put, he was putting the Clippers to shame and embarrassing yeah. them. Have you seen that one-legged shot he's been putting? That, that's yeah. what I had talked about earlier. The way in that game two, he was just taking the Mickey. Yeah, like it's just sick the way he's playing at the minute and to do it at this age spoken about it again we'll no doubt speak about it in the future but I think I said like he's going to end up on the Mount Rushmore of NBA players along with Jordan along with LeBron he's going to be right up there in the all time talent as I look look at my signed Luca jersey sitting in the corner of the room what an investment investment. that's gone up tenfold I tell you what they win this it's going up even more goes up more let me ask you a question obviously Luca has become drastically more feisty and more just into it and more mm, fiery. Yep. Do you like that side of him? I do because I think yeah. he's showing leadership as yeah. well. For yeah. as young as he is, he is really unequivocally the vo- the mm. focal point of this team. Like Everything runs through him. Mm. You know, they he, he lights the spark for this team. Yeah. So if he plays with intensity, aggression, everyone follows suit behind him. Yeah, I love it too because even mm. today I was watching him, every time he'd hit down a big three or make a good play, he'd just wave his finger saying It means no, something, no, no. doesn't it? Yeah. Like, you cannot afford for him to be passive, can you? Please <laughs> let them win. The way we're talking, please let them oh, win. God, I hope they I'll beat be the Clippers. I'll be so flattered. As a Lakers fan as well, it's just... It's like a little bit of icing on the cake. Yeah, uh, It's wicked. So, guys, our hero of the week there, reiterating them, Lee, you had... I had Ja Morant. Brilliant. I had the Dallas Mavericks. And I had Luka Doncic. The Don. The the Don. Don. Guys, it has been an absolutely massive episode. A lot to get through today with all eight series. Um, By this time next week, we'll know the outcomes of... I'm trying to... Look at the fixtures. Will we have the first round done? I reckon yeah, it'll almost so. be done. It'll be pretty well done, so we'll have a lot to break down there. We can start looking at analysing mm. the second round matchups, going into detail there. Um, whatever plays out, there's a lot of big games coming up. Mm-hmm. And this, I think by far in the last... I'm trying to think, what are we now, 21? The last decade, this is probably the most unpredictable year. You look in the West, mm-hmm. we've got the seven-seeded Lakers up against two-seeded Suns. Lakes are a chance, Jazz... You know, all these teams are a chance. You look in the East, you've got Brooklyn, Philly, who could give them trouble. Um, the Bucks are playing, you know, phenomenally well at the minute with Giannis leading the charge with Drury and Middleton. Anything could happen. Oh, we were talking about, you were talking about the Bucks just then and the Nets. The winner of those two series, which at the moment we're thinking is going to be the Bucks and the Nets, yep. will face off against each other in the second round. Oh, tell you oh what, my goodness. We won't give it away yet because we'll talk about yeah, it next we week probably, but I tell you what, I'm looking forward to discussing <laughs> that with crazy. you guys. I'm salivating. Oh, oh, look out, look out, look out. Um, guys, it's going to be an absolutely massive, massive week. I hope you've all enjoyed the first week of playoffs as much as we have. It's been a lot to digest in some very high quality games from high quality players. Yeah. I tell you what, week two, you pumped or what? Bring it on. Mm. Bring Coming it on. at us like a freight train. It is. It certainly is, guys. We can't wait to break it all down with you. Continue to stay up to date with all of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. You know, there's going to be plenty of news coming out, so be sure to stay up to date with us, not only from mm. the NBA, the NBL. The finals are approaching there, so a lot to look forward to. Um, we also have the NBA draft on the horizon. So Giddy watch. The, giddy watch. The news is coming fast and frenetic, so yep. we can't wait to break it all down with you and bring you another hot episode next week. Oof, take a breath, Nick. I, do, I need a breath. You're talking on stuff for about 30 seconds. <laughs> Let's do it. Do you want to wrap us up, Ro? Yeah, look. Big, big first week of playoffs, and I'm really looking forward to the next week. See you next week. Bring it on. Love you, bye.